The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. The clock is ticking down. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Monday, December 18th, 2023, Monday of the third week of Advent. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year B, Cycle 2. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is Saint Winnebald, the brother of Saints Willibald and Walburgia, born in Wessex, England. He went on a pilgrimage to Rome and the Holy Land with his brother and father. When their father died at Lucca, the brothers proceeded to Rome. Winnebald remained in the Eternal City while his brother went on to the Holy Land. At the invitation of St. Boniface, Winnebald gathered together a group of English missionaries and went to Germany in 739. With his brother, he founded the monastery of Heidenheim in Germany, where he served as abbot with his sister as abbess. He struggled against the local pagans and strove to make the monastery one of the leading ecclesiastical centers in Germany. St. Winnebald died in 768. St. Winnebald. Pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing, universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day, according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, and graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you. Let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that people living with disabilities may be at the center of attention in society and that institutions may offer inclusive programs which value their active participation. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. We read today on the account of Matthew. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man yet unwilling to expose her, decided to divorce her quietly. Now, this word, divorce, is controversial. (laughs) It comes in the New Revised Standard Version. Joseph planned to divorce her quietly. But the New Revised Standard Version Catholic edition says that Joseph planned to dismiss her quietly. That makes more sense. You see, the Greek word used by Matthew is apolluo, which can have different meanings. To separate, to conceal, hide, distance oneself from, or divorce. There is, of course, a big difference between Joseph desiring to divorce his wife versus desiring to distance himself from her. 
There are, as many know, three main theories about why Joseph would want to leave Mary. The suspicion theory, that Joseph thought Mary would have done something wrong. Stupefaction theory, this defense that Joseph didn't doubt Mary's innocence, but he didn't know what to do, so confused, he just decided to leave. And then the reverence theory, which defends that Joseph, aware of what may be going on, he doubts, not of Mary, but of his own worthiness and ability to take care of Mary and the child. Now, this last theory is defended by some fathers of the church and saints and theologians and mystics, and myself. <laughs> and the main reason to defend this theory is that the line before tells us that it was because he was righteous that he decided to Apollo his wife. It is because he was virtuous, holy man, that he chose that course of action. So divorcing Mary wouldn't have been a just act, but an unjust one. So for this reason, I'd like to translate it more like Joseph as spouse, who was a just man, and who was unwilling to unveil more than expose, unveil her mystery, resolved secretly separate himself from her. So, Joseph, I want to pray today with you. I contemplate your virtue. I want to learn from you. A just man, a righteous man, a holy man, the only one to whom God could entrust his most precious treasures, Jesus and Mary. During Advent, we look at Mary. And from today on, we can also look at Joseph. Mary is the woman of Advent, and Joseph, the man of Advent. Joseph, God could rely on you, because you did, as the Gospel concludes today, as the angel of the Lord commanded you. We read the same line after every episode in the Gospel, where you are asked to do something. You did exactly what you were told. In the text we read today, Matthew 1, 24, it says, when Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife. Just what the angel asked. Now the following chapter, chapter 2 of St. Matthew, after the visit of the Magi, again we read that an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said three things. One, rise. Two, take the child and his mother. And three, flee to Egypt. And so he rose, one, and took the child and his mother by night, two, and departed to Egypt, three, just word by word. And when we are told that Herod died, the angel made his appearance again with a new commission. One, rise, two, take the child and his mother, and three, go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the child's life are dead. And what did you, Joseph, do? Well, one, you rose, two, you took the child and his mother, and three, you went to the land of Israel. You did just exactly what you were told, word by word. And this is why you, Joseph, are the saint you are. This is why the liturgy calls you the faithful and prudent steward, whom the Lord set over his household. So, how to make the most? of this Advent season? 
how will we prepare for Christmas? Well, let's look at those who were ready for the first Christmas and learn from them, Mary and Joseph. And today we look at you, Joseph. You were ready for Christmas because you were always ready. Pope Benedict was explaining one day in a homily, Recently, I saw in a friend's house a representation of St. Joseph that really made me think. It was a relief depicting the nights of escape into Egypt. You see an open tent with an angel standing beside it. Inside, Joseph, who is sleeping but dressed in the garb of a pilgrim, wearing long boots as needed for a difficult journey. So basically it represents St. Joseph as a man who is always ready. And the Pope continues, Joseph, as we see, is prompt to get up and do what God tells him. This is where his life touches that of Mary. In the response, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Joseph, concludes Pope Benedict, with his readiness, makes it his rule of life, because he is ready to let himself be led, even though it is not the direction he wants to go in. His whole life is a story of this kind of responsiveness. So, this is what I suggest we do for the rest of Advent, to follow St. Joseph's example and let ourselves be led to Bethlehem by the route that God chooses for us. Let me now rephrase from the commentary on the Gospel of the app, I pray with the Gospel. Joseph, it's impossible to read about your life and not be deeply grateful to you. It's impossible to reflect on your life and not feel impelled to love you more each day. It is impossible to consider your faithfulness to both God and Mary and not be moved. It's impossible to approach you and not get close to your son, Jesus. It's impossible to contemplate your love for Jesus and Mary and not yearn for that same affection and devotion. It's impossible to consider your silence before adversity and not long for that interior peace. It's impossible to imagine you, St. Joseph, working shoulder to shoulder with the Son of God and not wish to be able to work like that. It's impossible to see you surrounded by Jesus and Mary and not look forward to spending my life like that. But it's true, it's impossible to be fond of this saint and not to become a saint yourself. It's impossible to be told that you, Joseph, are my Father and Lord and not feel proud of it. Mary, my Mother Immaculate, it is so easy to leave Advent as we should when we look at you and your husband, St. Joseph. I ask you to keep me always close to you too. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This liturgical day begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. 
this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday, December 18th, 2023, Monday of the third week of Advent. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this day of prayer as we join with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. The Lord is God, the mighty God the great king over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, the king who is to come. Come then, let us bow down and worship bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel. Shall come to thee, O Israel. O come, thou rod of Jesse, free thine own from Satan's tyranny. From depths of hell, thy people save and give them victory. Oh, the grave. Re- 
rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. O come thou day spring, come and cheer our spirits by thine advent here. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night And death's dark shadows put to flight Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel Shall come to thee, O Israel Oh, come thou key of David, come and open wide our heavenly home. Make safe the way that leads on high and close the path to misery. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. O come, O come, thou Lord of might, who to thy tribes on Sinai's height in ancient times didst give the law. In cloud and majesty and awe Rejoice, rejoice Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Our, Our God, God will, will be, be made, made manifest. manifest. He, he will, will not come, come in, in silence. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty, he shines. Our God comes. He keeps silence no longer. Before him fire devours. Around him tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me my people, who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Listen, my people, I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you. Lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. 
I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest, beast in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky. All that moves in the field belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips, you who despise my law and throw my words to the winds? You who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil, and whose tongue is plotting crime. You who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, you do this, and should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. A sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. Lift up your heads and see. Your redemption is now at hand. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. Bell bows down. Nebo stoops. Their idols are upon beasts and cattle. They must be borne up on shoulders, carried as burdens by the weary. They stoop and bow down together, unable to save those who bear them, they too go into captivity. Hear me, O house of Israel, all who remain of the house of Israel. My burden since your birth, whom I have carried from your infancy. Even to your old age I am the same, even when your hair is gray, I will bear you. It is I who have done this, I who will continue, and I who will carry you to safety. Whom would you compare me with as an equal, or match me against as though we were alike? There are those who pour out gold from a purse and weigh out silver on the scales. 
Then they hire a goldsmith to make it into a god, before which they fall down and worship. They lift it to their shoulders to carry. When they set it in a place again, it stays and does not move from the spot. Although they cry out to it, it cannot answer. It delivers no one from distress. Remember this, and be firm. Bear it well in mind, you rebels. Remember the former things, those long ago. I am God. There is no other. I am God. There is none like me. At the beginning I foretell the outcome. In advance, things not yet done. I say that my plan shall stand. I accomplish my every purpose. I call from the east a bird of prey, from a distant land, one to carry out my plan. Yes, I have spoken. I will accomplish it. I have planned it, and I will do it. Listen to me, you faint-hearted, you who seem far from the victory of justice. I am bringing on my justice. It is not far off. My salvation shall not tarry. I will put salvation within Zion and give to Israel my glory. The Word of the Lord Listen to me, you faint-hearted, who are far from justice. I I will will grant grant salvation salvation in Zion and give my glory to Israel. I am bringing my justice near at hand. It shall not be delayed, nor shall my salvation tarry. I I will grant grant salvation in Zion and give my glory to Israel. From a letter to Dionysius. No man has ever seen God or known him. But God has revealed himself to us through faith by which alone it is possible to see him. God, the Lord and maker of all things, who created the world and set it in order, not only loved man, but was also patient with him. So he has always been, and is, and will be, kind, good, free from anger, truthful. Indeed, he and he alone is good. He devised a plan, a great and wonderful plan, and shared it only with his son. As long as he preserved this secrecy and kept his own wise counsel, he seemed to be neglecting us, to have no concern for us. But when, through his beloved son, he revealed and made public what he had prepared from the very beginning, he gave us all at once gifts such as we could never have dreamt of, even sight and knowledge of himself. When God had made all his plans in consultation with his Son, he waited until a later time, allowing us to follow our own whim, to be swept along by unruly passions, to be led astray by pleasure and desire. Not that he was pleased by our sins, He only tolerated them. Not that he approved of that time of sin. He was planning this era of holiness. 
when we had been shown to be undeserving of life, His goodness was to make us worthy of it. When we had made it clear that we could not enter God's kingdom by our own power, we were to be enabled to do so by the power of God. When our wickedness had reached its culmination, it became clear that retribution was at hand in the shape of suffering and death. The time came then for God to make known His kindness and power. How immeasurable is God's generosity and love. He did not show hatred for us or reject us or take vengeance. Instead, He was patient with us, bore with us, and in compassion took our sins upon Himself. He gave His own Son as the price of our redemption, the Holy One to redeem the wicked, the Sinless One to redeem sinners, the Just One to redeem the unjust, the Incorruptible One to redeem the corruptible, the Immortal One to redeem mortals. For what else could have covered our sins but His sinlessness? Where else could we, wicked and sinful as we were, have found the means of holiness except in the Son of God alone? How wonderful a transformation! How mysterious a design! How inconceivable a blessing! The wickedness of the many is covered up in the Holy One, and the holiness of one sanctifies many sinners. There is no salvation in any other person or place, nor is there any other name under heaven given to men by by which we should be saved. His name shall be Wonder Counselor, God of Strength, Father of Future Ages, Prince of Peace. Nor is there any other name under heaven given to men by which we should be saved. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that we, who are weighed down from of old by slavery beneath the yoke of sin, may be set free by the newness of the long-awaited nativity of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Things take a slightly different turn as we hasten toward Christmas. You'll notice it in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday, December 18th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we begin to hear the stories which lead up to Christmas. Today, we focus on Joseph from the first chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child of the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to send her away quietly. But as he considered this, behold, 
an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had borne a son, and he called his name Jesus. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. So let's turn our attention for a few minutes to Mary and her relationship to virginity and celibacy. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmastide. Mary's virginity is a privilege intimately united with her divine maternity, which is in perfect harmony with her immaculate conception and her glorious assumption. Mary is queen of virgins. The dignity of virginity stems from the mother of God. The Blessed Virgin is the most perfect example for every life that is completely dedicated to God. The renunciation of human love for God's sake is a divine grace which drives and encourages a person to surrender body and soul to our Lord with all the possibilities that the heart possesses. God is thus the one and only focus of this unshared love. It is in God that the heart finds its fulfillment and its perfection without the intervention of any earthly love. The result is that God grants a bigger heart which, in Him, is capable of loving all creatures. The vocation to apostolic celibacy for the love of the kingdom of heaven is a special grace from God and one of His greatest gifts to His church. In the words of John Paul II, virginity keeps alive in the church the awareness of the mystery of marriage and defends it against all attempts to impoverish it or reduce its importance. It frees the heart of man in a special way, bearing witness to the fact that the kingdom of God and its justice is a pearl of great price to be preferred to any other treasure, however great its value may be. Moreover, virginity should be sought as the only real object of value. The Church, therefore, throughout its history has defended the superiority of this divine gift over matrimony because of its particular link with the kingdom of God. Even though a person has renounced physical parenthood, as a virgin he or she can assume a spiritual parenthood towards many by cooperating in the development of the family according to God's plan. From those who are called by a specific vocation to renounce human love, God asks that they give their whole heart and they find in Him the fulfillment of loving. To live virginity or apostolic celibacy means to live the perfection of love. Celibacy and perfect chastity give the soul, the heart, and the external life of those who profess them that freedom which the apostolate needs so much if it is to serve with maximum generosity the good of other souls. 
This virtue, which makes men spiritual and strong, free and agile, helps them to see around them other souls and not merely bodies, souls who hope for the light of their word and of their prayer and the charity of their time and of their affection. We should have a great love for celibacy and chastity because they are concrete and tangible proofs of our love for God and are at the same time sources which make us grow continuously in that same love. Virginity and apostolic celibacy not only do not contradict the dignity of marriage, but presuppose and confirm it. The Church always needs people who offer to God an undivided heart as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. The Church also needs saintly families, Christian homes, which will be the true leaven of Christ and be themselves the source of many vocations of complete self-surrender to God. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers and it's available at your local Catholic bookstore. We continue this day of prayer as we join with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. kings of the earth will come. Blessed are they who are ready to go and welcome him. The The Lord, the ruler over the kings of the earth, will come. Blessed are they who are ready to go and welcome him. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord God of hosts. My soul is longing and yearning, is yearning for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my soul ring out their joy to God, the living God. The sparrow herself finds a home, and the swallow a nest for her brood. She lays her young by your altars, Lord of hosts, my King and my God. 
They are happy who dwell in your house, forever singing your praise. They are happy whose strength is in you, in whose hearts are the roads to Zion. As they go through the bitter valley, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rain covers it with blessings. They walk with ever-growing strength. They will see the God of gods in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Turn your eyes, O God, our shield. Look on the face of your anointed. One day within your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. The threshold of the house of God I prefer to the dwellings of the wicked. For the Lord God is a rampart, a shield. He will give us his favor and glory. The Lord will not refuse any good to those who walk without blame. Lord God of hosts, happy the man who trusts in you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Bless your people, Lord. You have given us the law that we may walk from strength to strength and raise our minds to you from this valley of tears. May we receive the gifts you have gained for us. The Lord, the ruler over the kings of the earth, will come. Blessed are they who are ready to go and welcome him. Sing a new song to the Lord. Proclaim his praises to the ends of the earth. Sing a new song to the Lord. Proclaim his praises to the ends of the earth. In the days to come, The mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. All nations shall stream toward it. Many peoples shall come and say, Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and impose terms on many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not raise the sword against another, nor shall they train for war again. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Sing a new song to the Lord. Proclaim his praises to the ends of the earth. When the Son of Man comes to the earth, do you think he will find faith in men's hearts? When the Son of Man comes to earth, Do you think he will find faith in men's hearts? O sing a new song to the Lord. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. O sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim his help day by day. Tell among the nations his glory. 
and his wonders among all the peoples. The Lord is great and worthy of praise, to be feared above all gods. The gods of the heathens are not. It was the Lord who made the heavens. His are majesty and state and power and splendor in his holy place. Give the Lord, you families of people. Give the Lord glory and power. Give the Lord the glory of his name. Bring an offering and enter his courts. Worship the Lord in his temple. O earth, tremble before him. Proclaim to the nations, God is king. The world he made firm in its place. He will judge the peoples in fairness. Let the heavens rejoice and the earth be glad. Let the sea and all within it thunder praise. Let the land and all it bears rejoice. All the trees of the wood shout for joy at the presence of the Lord. For he comes, he comes to rule the earth. With justice he will rule the world. He will judge the peoples with his truth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you have renewed the face of the earth. Your church throughout the world sings you a new song announcing your wonders to all. Through a virgin, you have brought forth a new birth in our world. Through your miracles, a new power. Through your suffering, a new patience. In your resurrection, a new hope. And in your ascension, new majesty. When the the Son of Man comes to earth, do you think he will find faith in in men's men's hearts? This reading is from a letter from St. Paul to the Romans. It is now the hour for you to wake from sleep, for our salvation is closer than when we first accepted the faith. The night is far spent, the day draws near. Let us cast off deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your Your light light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Let everything within you watch and wait, for the Lord our God draws near. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight 
all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let everything within you watch and wait, for the Lord our God draws near. To the Lord Jesus Christ, judge of the living and the dead, let us pray. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, you came to save sinners. Protect us in times of temptation. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. You will come in glory to be our judge. Show in us your power to save. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Help us to keep the precepts of your law with the strength of the Spirit. And to look forward in love to your coming. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. You are praised throughout the ages. In your mercy, help us to live devoutly and temperately in this life. As we wait in joyful hope for the revelation of your glory. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that we, who are weighed down from of old by slavery beneath the yoke of sin, may be set free by the newness of the long-awaited nativity of your only begotten Son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. John and Glenn are standing by with morning air in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.